0: We want to see true humanity. We want to see when things go wrong. We want to get to know people. We've heard this phrase, you know, people buy from people they know, like, and trust. Live video is the perfect way to show who you are, to show your real personality, and to show, demonstrate your expertise. Uh, it's a much more authentic platform.
1: You're listening to the Catching Clients podcast, where the smartest minds from the world of professional services and marketing come and share the strategies that they use to consistently attract and catch their ideal big fish clients so you can learn to do the same. So grab your gear and join me, Adam King, the captain at Thing Like a Fish and creator of the client catching ecosystem, and let's go fishing wanted to let you know about something I've just released. It's called A Quietly Powerful Guide for Professional Introverts and Curious Extroverts. How to Stand Out and Attract Clients in a World of Extroverts and Selfies. Now that is available on the listener bonus page, which is thinklikeafish.co.uk slash podcastgift there 's also a bonus video walkthrough of the guide itself that you can watch if reading isn 't your thing uh, which you'll, you 'll get access to after you um, 've you 've got your copy so take a look at that and let me know what you think but before you do that let 's get back to today 's guest i think we 're live um, hey. So, hey, this is this is a first um, welcome to the client catching podcast. It is a first for the client catching podcast in that I'm broadcasting this interview live, and it would be remiss of me not to, considering I am interviewing the master of live video himself mr Ian Anderson gray so Ian, welcome to the client catching podcast
0: oh it's great to be here adam i'm so so glad to be here we've been talking about this for a while haven't we
1: yes we have and and finally i've i've plucked up the courage to do this to do this live, and it's yeah to get you on the podcast it's fantastic and and really I think it's it's, it's such a good thing that you are on here because for people listening and potentially even watching, unless you've been living under a rock, the, the importance of video is probably being pushed on you in terms of your marketing, attracting clients, all that kind of thing. And, and especially live video. And the problem is not everyone's a natural in front of the camera. Um, yours truly is an absolute, um, prime example of that. And, uh, we did our first live interview the other day, didn't we on, on, on your podcast. And, uh, That was all about my journey. So check that one out, maybe. But yeah, it's not always the most natural thing for people to do in the world, Um, which is why I'm really, really excited that you're on here, Ian. So why don't you give us a a sort of a quick background on who you are um, in case people don't know you and what you help your clients do? Well, my name's Ian Anderson Gray. I live in Manchester in the UK. I
0: actually trained as a professional classical singer back in the day, kind of talking twenty years ago, and so I was singing professionally around the country. But I also set up a web agency with my dad at the same time, uh, building websites particularly for musicians at the time. Until we quickly realised that that wasn't a sustainable business because musicians. Tend not to have that many much money, so it was difficult to uh, to do that. So we broadened out, and then I started to build, uh, started to blog. I blogged about social media tools and technology, and it was through that 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 kind of launched my speaking career. And uh, fast forward quite a few years, I started blogging about live video, and I suddenly realised that live video combined my love of. Of helping people with their confidence, getting in front of the camera and performing and communication, but also with my my love of technology. So it all kind of came together. And so today uh, my my track my my line really, my tagline is I help entrepreneurs to level up their impact, authority, and profits using confident live video because so many people want to do it, they see the power of live video, but there's one of three problems that's or challenges that's stopping people, either the confidence or the, the fear of in front of the camera, the, the fear of the gear and the fear of not knowing what to say, the content.
1: Yeah. And, and I can certainly attest to having the big fear around two of those, not maybe so much about the tech. Um, Cause I can figure a lot of stuff out. Although, getting getting, getting this uh, going uh, at the beginning, wasn't actually as simple as I thought. So maybe I should uh, not have quite as much confidence in my own. Well, (laughs) that's
0: partly to do with even today, even though live video has been around for years and years and years, it's still remarkably buggy. And Mm. today, typically Facebook decided to have a bug on Facebook live. So we had to look at other ways of doing it.
1: So why don't we start with um, how you, how you help people with that impact with that level up and to get to the profit. What is it about live video that you see is so impactful in that regard?
0: I think we're fed up as consumers uh, of content of being lied to or for for the authenticity, the inner if I can say the word inauthenticity around that people are fed up with uh, slick marketing videos. We want to see, true humanity. We want to see when things go wrong. We want to get to know people. We've heard this phrase, you know, people buy from people they know, like, and trust. Live video is the perfect way to show who you are, to show your real personality and to demonstrate your expertise. Uh, It's a much more authentic platform, but not only that, it is a two-way communication thing. So with pre-recorded video, you can can record a pretty authentic video, but it's not going to allow your audience to interact with you in real time like live video does. So that's, that's one of the powerful things. And then the final thing that I, one thing that I find incredible about live video is that it stops you from trying to be a perfectionist. I'm a, I'm a long suffering perfectionist. I try and get everything as perfect as possible. That's why when it comes to blogs, it's, Probably one reason why it takes me so long to write a blog is because I can't write a short blog post. But the other reason is I want it to be really perfect and in-depth. Whereas with live video, you just can't be perfect. You know, you click that go live button and this is one of the scary things about it, but you press it and you're live. You can't edit it and you're out there with, the, with your audience and it's attractive. People love it. And it's a great way of creating content quickly.
1: Yeah, and, and I can certainly attest to being that perfectionist and, and thinking, right, I'm going to whack out a, a 500 word blog post. And then I'm sitting there two days later, having got sucked into the vortex of maybe it's gone from a 500 to a 3000 and then I need to edit it down because I just word vomit all over the, uh, all over the computer. And, um, yeah, you, you can't do that. I mean, I guess you can word vomit in a live and maybe we'll end up doing that, but it's out there and it's, it's in front of people and you can't change it. And as you say, it's quick, it's fast. Um, So when it comes to then turning a live video into something in terms of uh, how it sort of uh, works for attracting clients, how it works for bringing revenue into the business, is there a way that you would consider a strategy behind using live video? Because I'm assuming it's not just, all right, I'm going to wake up today and think I'm going to go live. What sort of strategies do you help people with when it comes to using it in a, in a way that actually generates, generates business?
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I started with, I started live video for the wrong reasons. I did it. I started playing with it because it was cool technology. I didn't know what I was doing. Uh, over time though, I realized with working with clients really that you can make a lot of money with this. You can, it's a great way to, Um, build your brand awareness. And I know people who have made, you know, I'm not uh, lying with this, but they've made, Thousands, tens of thousands of pounds or dollars uh, after a couple of live shows because it's if they're selling something, it allows them to get in front of their audience to answer questions that people have. So, if done well, it can definitely uh, increase your profits. But for most people, for most of us, it's you're not going to get those quick wins, it's going to be a, a slower burn, it's going to take you time. You've got to turn up, you've got to be consistent, and over time, like it is with all forms of content, it will. Uh, you, you, you may not see much attraction at the start, but if you keep turning up, if you keep improving your live videos over time, it will grow your business, but you need to plan. You can't just turn up and just expect everything to work perfectly. You need to set up the technology. You need to kind of go through the checklists and go through loads of things that we can talk about, like you know confidence building and communication. But yeah. to answer your question, really it's down to planning. You know, What type of live videos are you going to do? And there's a really good acronym that my friend, Sam Ashton, Sam Ashton is uh, she's a coach and for estate agents in the UK. And uh, she has found live videos really changed her business. And she's created different types of live videos throughout her week. And they all are to do with the word blast or blast, depending on which part of the country you're from. So the B for, for blast is behind the scenes content. So you could do live videos, which, uh, share really what you're working on in your, in your business. Uh, people are quite nosy and they like to to get an idea of, well, how does your business work? What do you, how do you run your business? Um, showing your office or, or, you know, showing how you work. Another type of live video could be what's happening in your local area. So I work with clients around the world and I've got uh, quite a few friends and quite a lot of audience in the US and they love to see what's happening in my area. They love to see that we drive on the left-hand side of the road, for example. So, you know, those kind of fun things. So that's local. The A is for a day in the life. So this is similar to behind the scenes, but this is focusing on what you're currently working on today. So this could be, for example, you're working on a new course. You're sharing what you're doing, how, to, how you're building that course, or maybe you're working with a client and how you're dealing with that client, how you're working with them and those problems that you're solving. The S is for sneak peek. Uh, I love this one because this is really... Everyone
1: likes a secret. Everyone likes to get exactly. a... a, a exactly, yeah.
0: And it's this kind of piece of exclusive content that's only going to be for the people watching. So you can send an email out or you can send a tweet out and say, look, if you're if, if you want to see this new thing that I'm working on, I've got this new course and... I'm thinking of, of launching it next week, but I want to share it with you. I want to show you you this and I want to get some idea. You know, what do you think about this? then just log on to Facebook or YouTube or wherever, wherever you're going live and you share it with them. So the great thing about this is you're getting some live feedback from people and the audience feel that they are, they're special, Well, they are special because you're sharing this with them and no one else. And then the final one is T for tips and advice. And this is the other one that I really love. This is your kind of pillar content. This is your expert advice. This is, for example, repurposing your blog posts into, into a live video. It's your how-to type of uh, video, your, your, your live show that you maybe bring on guests, that type of thing. So that's blast or blast. And uh, well, I
1: say blast, you say blast. I think it is yeah. blast. Blast, yeah.
0: <laughs> Let's call the whole thing off.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Done. <laughs> Um, so that's, that's really good because that gives a, a very simple framework and I suppose you could mix up the acronym and make up your own word, but yeah. it just gives you something to, to at least start with. And, and most of us can think, okay, well, I can probably think of something behind the scenes every, you know, once a week, and I can think of maybe something, you know, a, a secret tip or something like that, or there is something you could just do maybe multiple of them, but at least that gives you a framework to work with. and Exactly. Do you find then that people get worried even if they 've got that kind of framework and they get worried about all right, so at least I know the kind of subject but now what how long do I have to do this for? um Do I just stand in front of a camera do I do like a screen share do i do and all that sort of stuff because that's the sort of thing that goes on in my head, so I know that that's the kind of thing that that people Unless no. I'm the only weirdo that thinks... Oh, no,
0: you're not certainly not the only weirdo. I, I think we're very much alike in this. I Just think <laughs> we, we tend to probably overcomplicate things. Yeah. And so I always say to people, don't do what I did and start with really complicated... And I had to start off with using the software called OBS Studio. Now, I didn't have a choice because when Facebook Live came out, it was only available to iPhone users. At the time, I didn't have an iPhone. I was an Android user. And... It wasn't really available in the UK. And then suddenly I found a way to go live from my desktop using the software, but it was quite complicated to use. These days, Facebook Live is available to everyone. YouTube Live is available to everyone. Instagram is. LinkedIn isn't yet, but it will be. And so it's much easier just to take your phone and to go live. And so start off with your phone That so you can get onto the fancy stuff later. But just practice with that. Mm-hmm. I would always start practicing on Facebook Live. Go to your profile and change the privacy settings to only me and just test it out to see how you, how you get on in front of the camera. If you're... If you're feeling nervous in front of the camera, then a great tip is to to play around with Instagram stories or Facebook stories, because the great thing about Instagram stories is they only last for 15 seconds. It's a great way of you consistently getting in front of the camera, sharing 15 15 seconds, short snippets of video. And what's the worst that's going to happen because they only last for 24 hours. So that's a great way of you getting comfortable in front of the camera. But then... Go live to Facebook, change the privacy settings to only me and just play around with that. Now, when it comes to the actual content and what you're going to share, if you're like me, you you will need to write everything down. And this is, and I don't mean script it. You should never script your live videos, but you should have bullet points of what you're going to say. So I always, I don't have to do this so much now because I'm so used to it, but at the start I needed to do this. Uh, so the first thing I always do is to introduce myself and welcome my replay of yours. Because if you think about it, there are actually two distinct audiences for every live video that you do. There are the people in the future who are gonna be watching right from the start. So you have to welcome them first. So I always say, hi, my name's Ian Anderson Gray. Thanks so much for watching the replay of this live video. And then today's live video, I'm going to be talking about, and I introduce the topic.
1: Well, that's one thing I missed at the beginning of this. So uh, <laughs> hello well, replay watchers. Um. But
0: you, you, went, you, you came in straight away, because what a lot of people do is they wait for their live viewers. And of course, they forget that the, the replay viewers are watching right from the start. And they're thinking, what is this guy doing? He's waiting, doing nothing. Yeah. Uh, so then hopefully... Do some
1: people just on that. Do some people not realize they're live? Before they're live. Have you got any funny stories where somebody has been? Uh, so something?
0: yeah, kind of, kind of, some people like don't know they're live and they, they ask the question, am I live? Am I live? they get the phone out. Am I live? Oh uh, yes, I am live. It's <laughs> taken about 20 seconds.
1: Someone's uh, putting their nose in the middle of it or
0: something. <laughs> I <don't> the, know. <laughs> the, the, usually what happens is at the end, and this has happened to me, I thought I'd press the end broadcast button. I hadn't. And I had a guest on, and actually it wasn't too embarrassing, but we were basically just talking, like with a couple of friends of, you know, and uh, we, we were still live. And then I st- got started getting some comments about what we were talking about. I was thinking, how do they know? Oh no, we're still live. <laughs> and um, A friend, friend of mine, Janet Murray, is, uh, she did this. Uh, she forgot to press the end broadcast button and she started eating her lunch, which happened to be a crisp sandwich. And so she was munching away and getting these comments thinking, Nice lunch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then the other the other story, which is 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 not quite the same, but I think this was shared at uh, the Uprenos summit once year. One year I, I can't remember who it was. One of the speakers was sharing the story. That they went live, they were working from home, their office was really, really messy, but they found one corner that was really tidy and they went live from that. And at the and the broadcast, the, the live video went really, really well. And they were just finishing, so they were just gonna press the end broadcast button but they got mixed up and they pressed the flip camera button only to reveal their messy office. So, uh, but do you know what it was for them? It was actually really good because everyone who was watching empathized with the fact that most people have messy offices, you know, life is not exactly. Anything. So um, and that comes that down to the
1: authentic like, piece yeah. as well. It's, you know, you can, I mean, I can contest if you go sort of that way. Um, you know my my wife's desk is there as well um and she's on maternity leave at the moment so it's got a few things just for piled on there and yeah my bit's behind me and that's 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 sort of a a tidy-ish but i didn't even think about it to be honest before we came live i could see what's behind but yeah i don't even think about that sort of thing it's it's uh yeah Interesting. But yeah. Yeah, 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 i was just wondering if somebody has uh, you know, been sat down or doing a live and didn't realize they were still on and stood up and you could see that they're in their underpants or something. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm sure that's happened. And, yeah. uh, you know, I, th- I think some, sometimes, you know, I think you, you want things to be, you do want things to be professional. So I think having a checklist, reminding yourself of to check your background, if there's anything that's in the background that might be kind of cluttery, you know, that, that's good. But you don't, want to be, you don't want to make things so clinical because that's what is, you know, the fact that live video is so raw and authentic is what attracts people. And I see some people that are trying to make their videos so professional and slick And I I struggle with this sometimes. I I love the tech and I like to make things slick, but sometimes you can make things too slick and it loses that in authenticity. So just be careful with that.
1: The tech is one thing and we sort of touched on that, but I think that some people, they they get concerned and think, "Well, well, I don't have many followers or fans or anything like that. So is it worth doing it or... Nobody's going to watch, which is ironic if they're worried about being seen and all that kind of thing so what do you say around primarily do you need a big audience for live to go you know to, to be useful for your business and should you be mm-hmm. focused on doing that first no you do well you should do both at the same time you
0: should definitely be looking at increasing your audience uh, but live video is one way of doing that and uh, with with live video on Facebook in particular there are some statistics that show that Live video gets far more shares, far more interactions compared to pre-recorded video. So if you're going to be using Facebook, then live video is definitely a great way to get more, a higher reach, to get more shares, to get more interaction. And Mark Zuckerberg is going on about this a lot. He's wanting to create these communities of conversations of people talking. So if you can get people talking in the comments, that's great. But to begin with, you probably won't get many people. You, you make the first few videos that you do, you may not get anyone watching. And this still occasionally will happen to me now. Uh, if I, for example, in August, it's a, you know, a lot of people are away on holiday. Uh, I've, I've just come back from holiday myself. I've not had the chance to promote my videos in, in the same way as I, I would normally do. So sometimes I'll get very few people doing my live videos, but on the whole, I, I, because I've been consistent and I've kept on showing up, I do tend to get lots of people watching my live shows, but I didn't at the start.
1: And and that's a key word that I think Mm. can apply not just to live video, but pretty much anything that you do when it comes to your marketing. And that is consistency. And that's, that's one of the things that I find often lets most people down in any form of marketing because there isn't the consistency or maybe there's a consistency for, but for a very short period of time. And then it sort of tails off because I'm not seeing i I'm not seeing the traction. I'm not seeing what I thought would happen. And, and that could be, paying for ads on Facebook, it could be blogging, it could be whatever. Whereas actually that is that consistency. Do you, do you find that there is a, an average that you should be doing this for in terms of, um, frequency per per week? And then how long, if you're going to actually seriously do this, how long should you be thinking, right? Okay. I'm going to give this a month, six months, a year, and then I'll actually make a decision on whether it was worth doing.
0: Really good question, really difficult question to answer because uh, everyone will have a different experience with this. I think to begin with, what I would suggest that you do is, is to focus on building your confidence with live video. Uh, So a great, great way to do that is to come together with other people who want to achieve the same thing as you and join a Facebook group together and set yourself a live video challenge. Say you're going to go live every single day for the next seven days. That is how I learned. I did this stupid thing. One Christmas and up 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 to Christmas, I went live twice per day. I did the silly thing called Christmas Carol of the Day. And we did a cryptic Christmas carol in, in the morning that I would like sing or play. And then the evening, people had to guess what it was. And so I went live in the morning and the evening, every single day up until Christmas Eve. Completely nuts. Loads of things went wrong, but I learned so much and I learned to be consistent. I wouldn't, I wouldn't suggest do that, but maybe try every five day, you know, every day for five days or every day for seven days and commit to going live in, in a private group in a safe place. Once you then have that confidence, you you,
1: you can go live into a specific group that will only be say people that are just trying to get that confident. That's a great idea.
0: Yeah. And it really works. So I actually do with this, I, I set up a challenge, uh, usually every year, and I'll probably be doing it a couple of times this year for people who want to, to do this. And so uh, we, we go live in the group every single day for five, seven or nine days, whatever it is. And it really, it's really, really helpful. And you could do fun things like one day, uh, the the challenge was to read uh, a, ch- a children's book, the first chapter of a, like a little kid's right. book. And, you know, and then one time might be just a, like, what are your top three tips uh, t- and your favorite joke? So it's, sometimes it's just just turning up and doing it. It's like going to the gym. You know, sometimes you just actually need to turn up to begin with and get, get the confidence, get that um, consistency going. Uh, and then, yeah, w- when you're ready to actually go live uh, on a regular basis, you need to be to have a plan of what you're going to do. So, uh, how long, where are you going to go live? Is it Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn? Uh, wh- when are you going to go live and how, how, how often, but I think you need to commit to it for, you know, at least a couple of months because it does take time. Uh, people say about podcasting that, you know, it can, most people give up by episode. I don't know. Is it fifteen or twenty or it's
1: something? Yeah, it's, it's re- well, it's actually really low. It's something it might like, be like twelve. Eight, something. It's like eight. It's yeah. ridiculous. The average is about twelve, I think. But yeah. most people, and because that, obviously there are some with that have got hundreds of episodes. Yeah. So yeah, a lot of podcasts that start they have something like eight episodes.
0: And, and and so I think the problem is with with live video, we can start to get really dissatisfied we would be absolutely petrified if a thousand people came onto our live videos at the start, but mm. on the opposite side, if we get zero or if you get one or two people, we get depressed as well. Uh, and so I, I think you you probably won't get many people to begin with watching you live. But what people forget about is that people can watch the replay. You can then start to use that content as evergreen content. You can promote it. You can send it to your email list. You can start to, to use that content. You can do things like uh, send the video, download the video from Facebook and upload it to a, a company like rev.com and get it transcribed, make it into a blog post, you know, repurpose that content and teach people that you're going to go live every single week at this particular time. So I would... I would say give it at least a month or two, but you may find that it's even longer before you start to really get the traction that you want. Mm. Uh, for some people, it can take as long as a year. Uh, some people who are really committed to it can do it a lot earlier than that and start to to get clients from it to get a lot of traction that way.
1: And you'd recommend having a, a, a regular time to do it so that people know that that's the time to show up or you show up or...
0: Yes, I think so. So I'm actually feel a bit of a hypocrite because at the moment I'm not doing that (laughs) because it's the summer holidays. It's really tough to do that. But come September, I'm really looking forward to getting back into that regular slot because it really does work. To begin with, you may have to change this. So I found that... I started at one time and it didn't really work and I changed the time and I got a lot more viewers. So at the start, tweak it, think, think what works for you. And, but then if you can stick to a particular time and day, then you can always say at the end of it, I'm going to be going live next Tuesday at this time. Uh, And you can also schedule your live videos as well. Uh, So on Facebook, you can actually uh, create the post ahead of time and pre-promote that so you could actually get people to sign up to be notified that you're going live at this particular time, which is really good.
1: And, and, and in your experience, have you found that there is a, a better time of day to be doing live than others? I mean, right in the middle of the day, the workday I can imagine is, well, I don't know, depends on, on what you're doing, but maybe Yeah, not- so I, I,
0: I haven't really found, I don't think there is such a thing as a perfect time because it depends on your audience, it depends on you, it depends on the time of year, it depends on lots of things. Uh, so I know a lot of people that are going live at around lunchtime, about 1 p.m. in the UK on LinkedIn. That's working really well for them. For me, I found 2 or 3 p.m. in the UK is a good time because... Uh, that means that it works for the rest of Europe and it's early morning in the US, so that's okay. Sometimes I find the evenings for me, so that's like 8 or 9 p.m. Uh, so it's, it's just about okay in the UK and Europe, but it's a good time in the US. So it really depends where your audience is. And it also you've got to think about what is good for you personally. So although evening is a good time, I don't always want to go live in the evening. I want to spend time with my family. So you've got to kind of balance that too.
1: Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, absolutely. And it's got, it's, well, I've seen you, I think your live podcast launch, you actually had the family with you, didn't you?
0: Yes, I did. So it was a bit and mad. Really they say never no, worked with animals and children, but
1: uh, uh, especially live. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, yeah. So I think um, one of the, uh, uh, I want to make sure that I cover a couple of extra, uh, other things. And one of you sort of touched on it and that is the promotion side of things. The other one is I want to touch a little bit on LinkedIn live, which I know is available to some people. Um, and also a little bit about getting that confidence, uh, why, why people are so, or, or why, why they find it so difficult to just go live and do it. And, and whether there are some almost Jedi mind tricks, um, that you can help, uh, people use. So let's start with the promotion side of things. So you're, you you do your live um, first of all, are there things that you can do on your live that you would encourage people to make as part of a habit when doing live? And then what, uh, in terms of, right, check out my, you know, you mentioned the website name, you, uh, drop in something, um, throughout, or is, are there things that you can put on your screen? I don't, I mean, this is all fairly new to yeah. me. Yeah. So I think one thing that a lot of
0: people forget, and I forget sometimes too, is to involve your audience so once you start to get live people watching people watching live then do encourage them to get involved to to leave comments you can although Facebook actually is a bit creepy this that Facebook do listen to the audio and they don't want you to ask people to share and to leave a comment and so they can actually they can actually demote your video if you do that but there are some which is a bit a bit creepy but that's what they do uh, but what you can do is just encourage people to to say things like, um, "Let me know where in the world you're from," and mm. people are going to obviously know to leave that in the comments. Or if you're watching the replay, just put hashtag replay. Um, just le- uh, just let me know if you're watching uh, the replay. Just just uh, type in hashtag replay.
1: I've I've uh, seen some lives where the the host will say, you know, and if you agree with if you agree with me, type seven in the yeah comments or something like uh, that. And, and the, the reason for wider. that
0: the reason for that is because a lot of people are watching on the smartphone and they don't want to have to type, yes, I'm da, 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 they just, it's a lot easier just to type a number. So it's thinking about those people. So you're yeah, making it easy for people involving them. And if you start to see people who are commenting, then say, Hey, John's in the room. I remember John. Yeah. How are you doing? Uh, you asked a really good question last week on this and people will, f- people really feel like they're being loved and, and you know they're feeling part of the part of the community so that's really important and if you can use a tool so this is not available on smartphone but once you have the comf- uh, feeling comfortable uh, on smartphone you might want to take things to the next level and go live from your computer now if you use a tool that allows you to actually uh highlight the comments on the screen this is really good because people love to see their comments they love to see their their name and their photo on there. We're all a bunch of narcissists, aren't we? But it it really makes a big difference. Uh, People love to do that. And I've even seen people taking screenshots of this and posting it to Instagram saying, hey, look, I was on the show. I was on Ian's show this week. And it's great. So there are lots of tools that allow you to do this. There's um, the, probably the easiest ones to use are uh, BeLive.tv and StreamYard.com. These are great because they just work through your web browser. You can uh, bring in guests very easily. Uh, you can highlight comments on the screen and, uh, and also titles and all that kind of stuff. So yeah. or, uh, if you're a Mac user, you could use Ecamm Live, which is the one I use. Uh, there are lots of others out there too. So that's a great way of getting a lot more engagement. But then once you press the end broadcast button, you need to then remember to reply to comments uh, actually natively in, in, in Facebook so that uh, you you are getting involved and in, in bringing people in. You can even uh, bring other people in who might be interested in this and, and get a bit of a conversation going in the comments.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and what we're doing now, um, this is one of the things – uh, I thought about doing this, but I didn't know how to work it out. But actually, I use Zoom to do all my podcast interviews. And I didn't realize until we had the conversation the other day that Zoom has now added the ability to live uh, live stream a a meeting, not just a webinar, which used to be an additional add-on, which is great. And and apart from the little hiccup with Facebook, which I think it is a Facebook thing, I don't think it's representative of, of using Zoom it's been exactly the same as I would do a, a normal podcast. So it's, it's actually pretty simple. You have a link, you click it and you hit record. It's yeah. pretty simple. Um, so that's the stuff within the actual live itself. What about after the live? How do you maximize the life time value of, of that live? And yeah. is there a limit on what you can do with it? A limit in terms of like, how, I mean, how, how long do you, you know, how long until you over egg the pudding, uh, I guess.
0: Yeah, that's a good question. I, well, I think it, I've yet to see anyone actually do that because there's so much, There's so people don't do enough. They really don't. So there's so much you can do uh, to turn that piece of live video into a piece of evergreen content. So as I say, reply to the comments. Uh then updates the, the title and the description of the post. Uh, Once you've done the live video, you'll, you'll have much more of an idea. You'll, you'll be able to put links in there, some show notes. One thing you can do is take the audio of that and use a service like rev.com as I mentioned before to, um, to transcribe it. You can even get them to give you a captions file. Now this is a little bit more technical, but it's not too difficult. So you could get the captions file from Rev, uh, it's $1 per minute they charge, uh, and then you can upload that to the video on Facebook. And the great thing about that is that, I can't remember the percentage, but there's a very high percentage, maybe 70 to 80% of people who watch videos, replay videos with the sound muted. And so if you've got these captions there, you will hopefully encourage people to watch the video to turn the sound up so that you'll be able to convert more people doing it that way.
1: So that's. And there is a native um, option within Facebook, but it's dreadful. <laughs> yes, yeah, so that's a good
0: point. Thank you for reminding me. Yes, yeah, so you can do automated, there's auto generated captions, but it tends not to be very good.
1: No, so. especially if you've got a funny accent like, uh, like Ian has. Um, yeah. You know, it'll, uh, it'll pick up weird things. Um, I know, I know. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it's, it's not
0: good. So, yeah, you, you, there, and there are kind of like free versions out there, but I always find that a paid version like Rev makes it, it saves a lot more money. Um, yeah.
1: Cause you, you can get automated things like Otterai um, the AI does yeah. I think it does those. And, and I know Rev does have an automated version now where you can get it done yeah. and it's kind of good, but when it comes to the captions, having an actual human being doing it makes all the difference. Yeah.
0: And if you're wanting to save money, it's not expensive. It's $1 per minute. But if you're going on for 40 minutes, that's $40. That's like 30 quid or whatever it is in exchange right now. So uh, what you could do is edit, download the video from Facebook and then edit. So you've only got the first three or four minutes and then right. upload that to Rev. So you've got the first, you're only paying three or four quid yeah. uh, You know for that. Uh, so that's that's another way of doing it. So yeah, uh, so that's that's focusing on, on Facebook. And then, yeah, you can promote, you can, if you've done it on your page, you can then set up ads so you can um, you can promote that to people who've watched your previous live videos so you could for example uh, promote your your latest video to the people who've watched at least 50% of your previous videos and so you know that that's going to that's going to convert really well because you've got people who are already watching your live videos Um, that that works really well. There's also things like, uh, this is more for pre-promotion and during it, but you can set up messenger bots. Uh, so this is, uh, with the likes of many chat, you can actually get people to subscribe to a messenger bot, and you can notify people when you're next going live or, right. uh, or doing that kind of thing. Uh, and then the final thing is, is repurposing that content. So you could take the, you could strip out the audio and turn it into a podcast. You could, uh, as I said, use a service like Rev or get somebody to transcribe it for you, turn it into a podcast. And this is what I do because I uh, my, my live videos, yes, I have to plan them and it take they take about 40 minutes to, to do. But then once I've done it, I just send it off to the person who does my transcriptions. I edit it myself, but I get, um, I get other people to do all the, the stuff that I don't enjoy.
1: So There are plenty of services out there, aren't there, that, that can live just take one piece of content um, and repurpose it into multiple things. I know that, um, you know, there was, there was someone that did a talk at the the event that we met at and, and I mm-hmm. think they they're the ones that sponsor your, your, yeah, your- that's
0: right. So they sponsor my podcast. So there's a couple of things. So if you're wanting the, 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 uh, the poor man's choice is using a service like repurpose.io. So what this does is it takes your Facebook live videos and it will strip out the audio automatically and publish that to your podcast automatically, or it will take your live videos on Facebook and automatically publish them on YouTube. That That's really good. It's really, it's automated. It's quick and easy, but it takes the whole thing. And sometimes I think you need to be a bit smarter. You need to like, cut the, you know edit it down uh because your facebook lives might not work very well on youtube enough in their entirety but that's really good that's repurpose.io but if you want i, I would always if you can if you're really invested in this i would always recommend getting a human involved uh, and so i use uh, content 10x.com so amy is the ceo ceo, CEO of that and uh, she lives just down the road from me and they sponsor my podcast and they basically will take your uh take your facebook live videos or any kind of content really and turn it into podcasts into blog posts into social media posts and uh you don't need to worry about any of it it's great
1: yeah and and then you've got that whole that that marketing term omnipresence which is is everywhere but not really because it's just from one piece of content. And I guess that's where a lot of the value of live comes from because yeah. it can be repurposed in so many different ways that, uh, and, and the speed of actually creating the first piece of content, which puts a lot of people off from actually starting in the first place. Yes. If you hit live, you've got to either talk or stand in front of the camera looking like an idiot, um, <laughs> yeah, which maybe, maybe yeah, that's what we do anyway. But yeah. so that, that's some great ideas and great tips on, on just how to use it and then promote it. Uh, what's, I, I wonder, can you just touch on LinkedIn Live for a minute? Because I am aware of your, your time. Touch on LinkedIn Live and, and, and what you found from using that and where, when you think that is going to be a little bit more mainstream. And then what's happening next in the world of live? Yeah, so LinkedIn
0: Live is currently uh, in, in a closed beta. And so it's not available to everyone, but you can apply to it. So there is a form somewhere and I can give you a link to this. So you could put yeah. it in show notes.
1: I did apply uh, to it actually. I filled out yeah. the form and uh, yeah, got uh, a, yeah, got a reply saying, um, we'll let you know basically.
0: Yeah. And unfortunately I've heard that there is a waiting list of at least two months at the moment. So, and some people have been waiting longer than that. So yeah, there's a lot of demand for it. But the thing is at the moment, uh, I think even if, a, if people did get into the beta they may still not be able to use it because it 's not quite ready for for public use yet because at the moment you have to use a specialist tool to do it you can 't just click a button uh, from the LinkedIn app on your phone or on, on desktop. you have to use a third party tool and all the third party tools that integrate with LinkedIn live are paid except for one, which has disadvantages. So for example, Wirecast, it's a great tool, but it's $250. as their their starting one. There's switcher studio, which is a smartphone app, which is awesome, but that's around 50, 60, $70 per month. And there's a few other ones out there. There's restream.io, which is great. It's got a free plan, but it also has the annoying thing of adding, Uh, some text to all of your live videos that says this has been streamed by restream.io, which I personally hate. But uh, so, so yeah, that's one downside, but LinkedIn live is going to be really powerful because first of all, the quality is really good. The, the amount of interactions that I'm getting, the engagement is amazing. The visibility that you get, now how long this is going to go on for when it becomes public? I don't know, but when I go live on LinkedIn, everyone is notified. All my connections get notified. It will say that Ian Anderson Gray is live. So the amount of visibility that you get on LinkedIn live at the moment is amazing. Uh, so I think it's going to be massive, but it's still a little bit buggy and we'll just have to see where things are going. So if,
1: it's, if, if you can get in early, I guess, um, you, you reap the benefits of being that early adopter, um, potentially.
0: You do, absolutely. But you also need to be aware that the tech is going to be more difficult. So you have to be aware uh, of doing that. And, and what I'd suggest, so I've actually worked with uh, a couple of people have hired me because they're not so techie, but they are totally, they've been accepted by LinkedIn Live. So they just spent an hour with me and I, I went through the tech, got it all sorted for them and they were away. So if you, if you do get into that position, then hire someone that can help you.
1: Hmm. And so that's LinkedIn Live what's next do you think with live video um, or video in general, because it's not going away. Um, right. Do you see anything coming down, uh, you know, down the pipe in, in the next sort of six months, 12 months that, that's changing, or is it is it going to just be just more of a focus and you're just going to see more and more and more of it?
0: I think we're going to, I think we're going to see in certainly in the next six to 12 months, I don't think we're going to see any radical uh, changes. I think we're going to hopefully see more stability because it's still remarkably buggy, all the platforms, as we've seen today with Facebook, it's Facebook live is still a little bit buggy, Um, but I think it's becoming more stable, which is great. And that's what they need to work on. And that's one encouragement with LinkedIn. They are taking their time over this, They're they're spending time and making the platform really stable. Uh, so i I think we 'll probably see innovations in the realms of uh interactivity, so already on Facebook, you can now set up polls. you can get people to like uh answer questions uh you can we'll see more comments you 'll be able to bring people in natively live onto your show I think um so I think we 'll see more of that. Uh, we may see some other in- innovations more in the realms of like 360 a degree, you know, 360 video We may see 3d uh, audio, maybe or 360 audio, that kind of thing. Mm. But I think they're more niche and yeah. uh, I think there will be some people using those, but uh, yeah, I don't think that's going to be mainstream yet. We, I I mean, think, yeah. Not- at the end of
1: the day, it's, it's all about it. communication, isn't it? It's yeah. about conversation and it's a, a way of interacting two way, not, yeah, being spoken to or pitched, or well, yeah, it's it's a two way communication, and I think that's a key thing um, with or the difference between live video and any other kind of video. It that is it's not two way because you can't you can see comments if it's on Facebook, but it's not real interactive, and that's what good marketing is. It's, it's opening conversations and that's all good marketing needs to do, in my opinion. It's to start conversations that go on to become relationships, whether it means money changes hands or somebody refers you or recommends you or shares your stuff. That's what good marketing is there to do. And that's why I think, and it's why we didn't get into um, you know my, my journey on live and, and how we got to know each other, but I suggest you check out um, Ian's page for that one because my journey was not a simple one. Um, it's doing it has been, it's been a challenge and and I've been procrastinating and and making excuses in my head and all that sort of stuff. And now I'm sort of looking back and thinking, damn, I wish I'd done this six, 12, 18 months ago. The best day to plant a a plant seed is, uh, you know, yesterday, but the second is today or whatever that saying is. Um, (laughs) i will butchered that one, but then again, I can always butcher quotes though. Um Before I let you go on that, have you got any or a single Jedi mind trick or hack or something that somebody can do to get themselves in a state where they just feel that little bit more confident just before they'll go live so that they just pump themselves up a little bit. Cause I know you've got that singing background as well. Mm. So I, I have
0: something called the, uh, the confident live warm up formula. Uh, so basically, it's the kind of exercises that you do it before the gym. You know, stretching exercises, you know, stretching up to the ceiling, wiggling your arms, uh, jumping up and down, and doing some tongue twisters. Like, uh, for example, a bit of a lot of a bit a lot, a bit of a lot of a bit of a lot of a, of a, lot of a uh, coming up with a song to sing before you go live. Those kind of things will really help. There's actually a great app that I highly recommend called One Minute Warm Up and you can get it for Android and iOS. And so I recommend using that app before you go live just to get your your breathing correct, your diction better, get a bit more energy in your voice, have a bit of a laugh, have a bit of a fun before you go live. It makes mm. such a difference.
1: Yeah, and, uh, and yeah, great tip. And yeah, or just do some jumping jacks or uh, yeah. Tony Robbins. Is it Tony Robbins? Play guitar like Bruce Brinkston or something. I don't, I know. don't know. I don't
0: know. I don't. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, you know do something ridiculous um, yeah. yeah it helps and, and one thing that I find really helpful um, I've got a standing desk and standing up doing it rather than yeah. slouching and sitting and
0: absolutely I, I stand for all my lives because yeah. I mean the only problem is I end up you know wobbling a bit I've got a, one of these anti-fatigue mats which is yeah. nice and massages your feet uh, but yeah standing up can help or at least if you're sitting down uh, make sure that you're you're posture is really good. So I call this the noble posture. So it's making sure that your spine is really lengthened, that your shoulders are down, that you're looking like a noble person.
1: Yeah. What it? they say? The string is uh, being pulled up. through yes. um, like Free your shoulder blade. So uh, fantastic. Well, Ian, um, this has been fantastic. Um, I almost forgot we were live just, you know, it's a conversation. And maybe this is a good way again of, of starting using live and, and just having a chat with somebody else and, you know, you almost forget that that is actually live and, and going on. So what, uh, if somebody wanted to find out a bit more about you, get some help with going live and, and, and finally get going or improve, where would they go?
0: Probably my website. So that's IAG.me. And I've got a podcast, which is all on this topic. It's all on how to be more confident with live video, whether that's the getting in front of the camera. So we look at the mindset side of things and the communication, the technology and the content. And you can find out more about that at IAG.me forward slash podcast, or just search for the confident live marketing podcast.
1: Awesome. And, um, yeah, I will put those links in the, the show note. If you're listening on the, uh, on iTunes, um, we can put those in the, uh, in the comments underneath this video, I'm, I'm sure as well. And, um, yeah, this is, this is all new. So, um, wherever those notes will be, they will be there. Um, so Ian, I just want to say thanks ever so much for coming on. It's been, uh, yeah, I feel almost liberated, um, doing this live and, and doing it in this way. And, and, and I, f- I just couldn't have done your interview and not do this live it would have been totally wrong um so yeah thank you thank you so much for uh, for, for coming on sharing your knowledge your wisdom and your expertise and uh, all that's left to say is ian happy fishing See thank you, you you too if you've enjoyed today's episode please help spread the word by telling a friend or simply subscribing and leaving an honest rating and review It not only helps the show, but it also helps other business owners find the podcast so they too can start to catch more clients. So thanks for listening and see you next time.